because then you'd have somebody dressed like a buffalo would find their way through you know like that was the thing remember they they, they rammed it or they they rammed the city hall your woman no surrender that was our equivalent of the 6th of january these guys ah! <laughs> Hi everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Chatter. Before we get started, I just have a few quick messages. First off, don't forget to like, share and subscribe to this podcast. It's the best way that you can help us grow. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review. It's going to help us rank higher and get more and more views and therefore bigger and better guests. Links for everything will be in the description below. So please enjoy the podcast. I don't know, man. I, I've been I've been considering doing the introduction. Are we rolling that? Well, well, let's just go for it. Yeah, let's do it. Um, everybody, welcome to another episode of Chatter. It's Dave Elliott back on the show. Thank you. Yes, it's, it's the second time. I'm feeling very honoured to be here in person this time. Yeah, very yeah. Pleasant. The first yeah, the first time we talked, it was like absolutely in the middle of lockdown. Yes. And, and what was it? It was like January of last year, right? Yeah. So it was basically Ooh. a year. Right in us. Yeah, yeah. You were the first. That's right. You were the first video episode that I recorded. There you go. Yeah. So, and, and I take it there's been plenty more um, face-to-face, and I'm not the first face-to-face. That no, you're not. The, I should have been that. Yeah, well, you're the first one with the new mixer. So. Well, there we go. Happy days. That, yeah. At least that, that, that's something. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit wild to think it's been a whole year. Mm-hmm. Well, you were, yeah, we also joked about you being the, the most, obviously, the, the most beautiful person I could have possibly started with the video episodes. Yeah, well, I mean, listen, think a lot has happened in the year. It's been a tough year for everyone, as you can see, physically. Um, you know, no exception here. But mm. Well, yeah, but I, I was very keen to, to get you on the show because apparently, um, as we mentioned before we started, Comedians are now the people that you should take most seriously Correct. In, in the world. Um, it, you should not worry about what politicians say. You should only worry about what comedians are joking about. Yes. I mean, I would actually take the word joke out and just say, listen, com- what comedians say, you know, what we say when we're on the stage, take it verbatim, take it as, 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 as what it is. As, absolute, know, as absolute just gospel. gospel. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like sure. as if you were Moses on the i was going to say on the mind moses wasn't on the mind no uh, <laughs> as if you were jesus yeah, on the mind. Was in the ark wasn't he <laughs> something like that yeah. yeah yeah he taught them to swim right yes yeah he did well he had to yeah mm-hmm. he mugged them yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, that was noel wasn't it no it was noel's ark noel's ark yeah. yeah i mean i've been listening to um jordan peterson's discussions about the ark um, and about the, he, he did a whole lecture series on, on the early books of the Bible. And yeah. he basically believes that they are like stories that, okay, maybe like there was like historical fact involved in it, yeah. but that they're, the stories they're telling have far more like psychological significance than we're giving it credit for. And that's why it lasted so yeah. long, which I mean, what does well, that say about Mrs. Brown's boys? I mean, we do, we don't know what's what's going to happen. Like a hundred, two hundred years from now, could they be like, listen, Agnes Brown said, you know, <laughs> who knows? The, the way we're going now, they could be like, listen, what they said there was completely sincere. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it was. Yeah, they, no, absolutely. They, they're telling stories that I'm sure will echo through the ages. But, I mean, obviously, a lot of a lot of people are brought up on the Bible and stories and Bible class, and there's clearly 
you know, like as, as some of the young children, you read there's there's good point there's points to them. Now, when does it get to the point where, you know, people are taking those stories as being literal? You know, when's that? There's got to be some point where you go, logistically speaking, that may or may not have happened. Mm, probably you know? not. Yeah. But yeah, the, were you were you religious? Like we brought up religious? I was. It, I was. I, I, I was brought to church because I think my parents just want to rid of me for a few hours on Sunday. So. I am, I have, I, I'm from a mixed marriage, so kind of both sides. So it was my Protestant granny kind of won the battle. She was, I was, you know, the hottest free agent in all of, all of church at the time. Both my grannies wanted me one side with the other. But I think my uh, my Protestant granny offered me Mars bars and Premier League stickers every week. So I went, I'm going to, I'll, I'll go there. Nice. And yeah, just that was it. I, I went to church up until, um, up until actually, there was a, a a teacher who was a, 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 a I don't know it's a, it's not a substitute teacher what's is it yeah substitute teacher yeah. pull she, that sucker a little sorry, bit she would have um, yeah. stepped in the old time in our primary school and she was not a nice lady like she was I I was terrified of her you know and I I must have been at ten or eleven and she was not nice but in church she was like you know people were like treating her like a hero. She was the big, the big shot in church. And I was sort of going to myself in my little undeveloped brain. She's not very nice. Why did, why, why is she, there's something not right here. And I just think that sort of was the, the thing that took me away to be like, I'll just leave an open mind and let people think what they want. But for me, no, no. You couldn't handle the discipline. Nah, no, I just no. couldn't. And I couldn't, and I couldn't understand why people like this evil woman <laughs> i just couldn't <laughs> figure it out well maybe it's like that thing with the priests like you know like people had to be nice to the priests in ancient times because they were the only channel through which you could speak to god yeah. maybe it's like something like that they think that because she's working kind of for the church yeah. that she's a representative of god and therefore you know we have to be nice in case she reports back yeah well, that's fair but she in school she was definitely not working for i would say she's maybe working you know for his his old pal you know, I would say she may be working for the man downstairs. The ex. Yeah, the ex. I'd say she had a lot of trouble with old Lucifer. You know, him and her are very close. But yeah, I just remember distinctly going, I can't like this woman. And I don't like that everyone likes her here. And and I just, it just wasn't for me from then then on, really. But I, I do now see the benefit of, of Sunday school. And I do hope somebody will take my children to sunday school someone. so i get a couple of not hours you, piece just someone just yeah well definitely not me just somebody yeah but then again there are teachings that do you know teach you some right and wrongs at an early age so i think there's a benefit to it yeah know? no i but no i definitely, definitely think so i mean the, what, what you mentioned there like the the way people are in in church is that I don't know, like my my experience has often been, and this is not universal, but a lot of the people who are preaching about the values of, of yeah, Jesus, and, right. you know, turn the other cheek, be treat people like you'd want to be treated yourself, love your neighbor, you know, be the good Samaritan, mm -hmm. don't be judgmental. Like just, you know, the kind of things that, that, that you know, you get taught are the way to be yeah. a good person. It's like, I find that a lot of the people who are preaching it hardest like embody it least in the yes. way they act in the world. Yeah, and it's trying to get people to see, you know, the, the irony in that sometimes. Because <laughs> again, my uh, my granny, you know, should have gone to church every week. Would have, you know, very much liked to have been, you know, seen a certain way by her by her her uh, congregation. But at the same time didn't want to go to my mom and dad's wedding because my mom was a Catholic, you know? So it's like, hey guys, you know, 
But then obviously over the years, I think you know they they repaired that. But again, the big that issue, you know. So yeah, if if you were to go to the with to her with the Bible and go, but why? But this, this says this. You shouldn't be behaving like that. She'd probably go, no. You've misunderstood no. that. Yeah, well, you'd be, that's not the correct translation. No, no. <laughs> I means anyone that I decide is okay to like anyone else. No. Mm. Rid of them. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's literally what we're seeing with with the the thing with the comedians these days. I mean, with yeah, you, you, yeah Joe Rogan, Jimmy Carr, um, Dave Chappelle. Like, I mean, it, it keeps happening. Like, people people aren't content with not watching them. Yeah. They have to make sure they can never have a show again. But Joe Rogan, no, I just want to, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm a fan of Joe Rogan. I, I would, obviously, like, like most people now, I would dip in and out of his podcast depending on who the guest is mm. you know there's a lot of things he would talk about that I, sometimes i go you don't know you're just bluffing that you're spoofing you don't know what you're talking about you know but yet he gets on like he knows everything when he's talking to know. elon about ai that's yeah. the best one yeah, like, come on joe <laughs> but then if you take a step back from you go the guy is a comedian he started off doing his podcast with comedians but just shooting the shit talking you know rob saying silly things for silliness sake you know and now because He's got this platform that is so popular and so many people enjoy it that they're like, actually, this guy. And you're like, he is, he, you know, he is a comedian. Bear in mind, you know what? And I just think because he's, I suppose he channel, challenges a lot of maybe mainstream narrative yeah. that, you know, people that gets people's backs up. At the end of the day, you know, you, you should be, you should be allowed to still, you know, have your podcast, have your own opinion. This is the problem. Yeah. It's as if nowadays people can no longer have an opinion. It has yeah. to be. Oh, no, you can have an opinion. It's like you can't have the wrong opinion. Yeah, but there, there you go. And that's and that's what I find frustrating because then someone will come at you with an opinion, say, I think this, and if you disagree with that, but what makes your opinion correct and my opinion wrong? And again, I think like choice is an important thing when it comes to content. There's so much content available you can find anything and i remember hearing something recently that i went i never thought about it like that what you follow on social media is tailored by what you're interested in mm -hmm. so you follow accounts or say sports people you like you know celebrities um comedians politics whoever you want whatever is your narrative that you believe you follow that so then you're seeing that mm -hmm. every day yeah, yeah, yeah. you know it, it feeds into that so then mm -hmm. you see something a bit different you go what yeah but, yeah yeah, like that's that's literally like it's the definition of of an echo chamber. Yeah. Um, or a filter bubble. It depends how you, it depends exactly. Like the the two terms kind of overlap a bit. Mm -hmm. But I wrote a lot about it in my first book actually, and it's it gets even crazier than that. So it's like what happens is the then so say you've selected like a certain especially if it's like because everything's fucking politics these days. Yeah. It's like if you have, have chosen stuff that's of a, pol a specific political leaning or even just like vaguely in one direction mm -hmm. right it'll give you the stuff that that's in that direction but then it'll like push you like more extreme things and the more things yeah. that you like from one particular like side of whatever issue the more it will feed you that right yeah and then the only things from the other side that you see are the retweeted like most extreme crazy people from the other side and then you start to like parody what the other side of an opinion is and it just makes everyone think that they are the only sane people and everyone else is insane and therefore you know they are the right ones and they, uh -huh. it gives like gives them some sort of like moral high ground but that's where I, where I think they, what you need to do is just you know choose something else or go you know go off that or you know but people that just seem to like they forget that they don't have to see certain things like for example 
I saw something the other day on Twitter that I did not want to see. It was some guy jumping off a bridge. Oh, and gosh. I was like, why am I seeing this? And then like the, the people underneath it were like, oh, here's another angle of it. I'm not, oh. not looking at this. This is like, why would you, why would you do that? But then there's, there are some people out there that clearly like that. And those are the people I go, maybe watch them. But those, like, there are people that like weird stuff like that. You know, people will share videos. You'll be like, oh, look at this. There, I remember there's a video going about it. Some guy jumped out of a, a window in Dublin somewhere and he caught his hand on a fence. Oh. People are like, how funny is that? I'm like, not funny. Because my first thought is, really sore. How much money is that going to cost him mm -hmm. to get fixed? There's going to be repercussions. And it just stressed me out. But some people are like, oh, this is really funny. But then I go, right, I don't want to see this stuff. So I said, look, could you not send that into the group, please? I don't need to see this. And they're like, oh, you're very sensitive. I'm like, I just don't like to see yeah, people's limbs gory, ripped though, off man. their yeah. body. No harm to you, like, you know? Squeamish? Oh, I, very. Mm. Squeamish and heights. That's another mm. thing I am, I'm terrified of. I'm not, I've not been, I've never really been great with heights. I'm getting no. better. I was in a, I was in a hot air balloon. It was tethered to the ground. Yes. So it was still in hot air balloon. <laughs> and I was like, okay, this is, this is good. I'm not freaking no. out here. I just, I, I have this weird, and I don't know what this is. And there's just a, and it's, it, it, it's a thought process that goes in my head. It's, I could do this. And <clears throat> for me, anytime I'm high, no, no, in, in, up in the air, not, uh -huh. not yeah, know, yeah, 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 under yeah, the yeah. influence. But anytime I'm too far off the ground, I think to myself, if I, if the notion took me, I just jump. And, and that terrifies me because... Do you ever stare at the airplane door and just go, what yeah, if? But sometimes you do. Like, I remember every day, like, whenever I was, I was in Edinburgh for, for the Fringe, and I, every day I had to walk across this bridge. And every day I thought, if... The notion took me, I could just jump off here. Not that I was going to or had the, the want to do that, but I just thought, what if, or what if I trip, or what if I, you know, mm. something could happen. And I thought, what is that inside somebody that just that like curiosity that might make you do something stupid? And then I tell myself, don't do that. And if I'm on a height, I think I could slip, I could fall. If I'm in any situation whereby an accident or a wee, you know, I'm clumsy. If something like that happened, and then I'd, like, how do you justify that? But again, it's not for me, it's for, you know, people be like, oh, I jumped off this. I'm like, no, I didn't. I tripped. I tripped. I'm clumsy. I didn't want this to happen. You know, it, it just, it, it frightens me. Do you see when you're on a plane, right? If you're scared of heights, because I get this sometimes, right? Uh -huh. I could be sitting down, right, on the plane, at uh -huh. the window, looking out the window and yeah. thinking, right, it's fine. I'm just not playing. Normal, mm -hmm. normal, normal. But when I get up and walk along the plane, yeah. I become very aware that there's nothing except like a like a little yeah. bit of metal and maybe the bags, and then that's it for thirty yeah. thousand. Then I, I think sort of that because I wouldn't be scared on planes. Again, turbulence would make me go on though. But I also think because I know for a fact that everybody would just be incinerated and gone in a heartbeat. A bit of that gives me comfort to know that within a second, mm. whereas it's like, the th I think thought is the problem. So if I were to fall from somewhere, I'd be like, I'm going to, oh no. You know, it would be yeah. just, I just have always, and especially rocks near like a cliff edge, rocks sea, that's the ultimate. You're not like a cliff jumper sort of oh, dude no. then? No, not at all. Like I remember when I was in New York, with my wife, she wanted to go up the, the Empire State, or not the Empire State Building, Statue of Liberty, and we're only allowed up to the pedestal. And I was like, don't go near it, don't. And it's almost like I'm more afraid of other people than myself. Like, don't you go near it, please. And she's like, I am fine. I'm like, but this is really making Is there me... a barrier? There's, a ba There's got yeah, to be a barrier. But it's right? up to about here. And oh, I it's only up to here. I know, <laughs> I, but I was just getting so panicked. And I, I think the thought of other people, thought, oh, I don't know. It's, it's the thought of that's my worst nightmare, anyone falling off anything. 
yikes. So I just think for me, I don't watch stuff like that. I turn out of it because I know it makes me feel terrible. And sometimes, you know, we were talking before we recorded there that like, what if somebody just, you know, what, what is the end goal? Like what would somebody who has been offended at Jimmy Carr's joke say, what, what would make them happy? Where should they stop with Jimmy? Should he be executed? Is that what they yes. cancel we should, him? We should put him in prison. It's execute not, him. It's not enough. We should no. only we should execute people with the wrong opinion. Yeah, and then what do you that do with the, the way what forward. do you do with his ashes once he's executed? You don't give them to his family. No, no, no. you should you should How dare you. you should like throw them somewhere really awful. You know, yeah, like Lisburn. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Bally Walter, you know? But... <laughs> Is it Bally Walter, man? Yeah. A yeah, culture? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he doesn't exist. He's off the grid. Of course. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> he is an aberration. It's just an AI yeah. there. You... Nice. Yeah. It's a hologram. Very, yeah. <laughs> very nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we did. Serious. I know I know. I was saying about the new mixer, but the new hologram is the real upgrade. No, well, I mean, it is, it is good. The mixer does look good, but mm. I'm trying to work out where it's projected from, but... It's it's uh it's it's actually like a little device that rolls along the floor, so it's being projected from where his foot is. You very can't even impressive. tell. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very impressive. Well, it's, I tell you what, it's it's a good bit of kit. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's the way forward. So you should get these these AI holographic yeah. like uh, podcast producers. They're the best. I was gonna say, could you just get me as a hologram so I can just do my podcast from my house? To... Oh well, yeah, but yeah. there's you know it's 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 like an NPC. There's not much there. You can't do comedy with them. You know, true, fair. Like actually, unless you're saying your comedy is that bad, but I don't think so. Well, it depends who's listening. Not to it. Like you know, some people may say, but um, I watched I watched the show about Ronnie James Dio's wife, and she has done a full like hologram concert of him, and they just branded Dio, and you're like, well, that's a bit that's that's chancery of the highest degree. But she's like, yeah, it looks like him. The way the hair moves and all is a bit like him. So like, I think a full band comes out and plays, but then he's yeah, because they've done know. that with like Tupac and Michael Jackson. Can you see if you can find one of those videos? But like whenever like, I, I saw her interview first, she's like, it's just like him. And it's it, it's like a PlayStation 3 graphic. You're going, nah, no, not really. <laughs> Poor Ronnie. Yeah, like a hologram video, like either the hologram of Tupac or I'm pretty sure they did one of Michael Jackson as well. But maybe the Tupac one has got better stuff. Um, because they, they, yeah, they just recreated it. Because South Park did a whole thing where they were, yeah, oh, here it is. Wonderful. Tupac hologram. I got that. But this is I the, mean, it is. This is a hologram. PlayStation graphics, isn't it? A little bit. Can we get some volume? Is that gonna work? Oh no, we can't. We can't hear it. That's I mean, what I would do would just, you know, guess. I would get a man's physique of Tupac and maybe just yeah, surely paint on his tattoos and. Yeah, surely you'd be better just doing that. You get in the lip sync. Yeah. I would, I would go for that rather than... Yeah, don't worry about it, man. We saw, we saw this live. But it just looks like a ghost, doesn't it? Like, it, it looks like a ghost in Ghostbusters. That's yeah. what the hologram looks like. Yeah. Yeah, that's true, actually. But, I mean, yeah. like, have you seen have you seen the new South Park um, no, episodes? So they had... They had they got they got paid $900 million by Paramount. 900 they got, Yeah, this, basically a oh, wow. billion dollars they yeah. got paid, right? Which is just, like... It's like people people think that Joe Rogan got paid a lot of money. Yeah, like <laughs> times that by ten. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, isn't it? But they got paid for they've to make five seasons and fourteen standalone one-hour specials. Yeah. So they did two of the standalone specials as like a two-part sort of thing. Uh -huh. um, so it was about yeah, it was called um, post-COVID or yeah, it was uh, the return of COVID and then post-COVID or something yeah. like that. And they had um, Alexa as a hologram girlfriend 
Okay. That like abuses you and like screams at you and then stops in the middle of fighting with you to, to ask you if you want to order like some new, uh, new yeah. item. <laughs> it's brilliant. And I got so scared. I was like, shit, this is where we're going. I mean, it is, you know, I think that's like, and I, I'm not, I've said before, I'm not a big technology guy and I get frightened by certain things. And especially I think what we should do is potentially arrest James Cameron and ask him what he knows. Cause I think he has come from the future. And he has, he knows everything. Avatar. Yeah. Predicted the metaverse. He predicted it? Titanic. Yeah. Well, there you go. He predicted <laughs> it as well. And Terminator, those guys, they called it. Yeah, that's true. Before that, who even knew what self-service Maybe he is were. Terminator and that's a biopic. There you go. It could, it could very well be, you know, it's, <laughs> and that's just, I just, you know, and then someone said to me recently too, I said, yeah, and Terminator are going to be merging humans and, and computers. And then they're like, look at your hand. And I looked down and I had no, one of those robotic hands. No, I looked down and I had my phone in my hand. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, you already are. People can't live without their phones anymore. So we're cyborgs. And then I just started going, my brain started going into overdrive and I had to just sit down. It's too much. Because it's external memory as well. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's because, uh, yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, I know. I, I was reading. I was reading Daniel Daniel Levitan's book. It's called The Organized Mind, and he was talking about how, like, previously people's external memory was everything they could write down and like yeah. try and like reference in like their it was in their hands. So I could yeah. like have my external memory as all my phone numbers in my phone book yeah. or something like that. But now our external memory can just be anything that you could get a, like a relatively quick answer from Google yeah. is our external memory. And therefore we've just like outsourced it all to our phone and no one has like those facts in their mind anymore, unless yeah. they're one of those people that just like has Real a, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. They got like an eidetic memory or whatever. No, that, that, when you think about it like that, it is wild, you know, and I suppose when you mentioned too, like photographs and like, instead of having these reams of photo albums that you'd have over the years. I miss the photo albums, man. Yeah, I mean, I think I think we we tried to, to do that to a lesser extent, but just, you know, some of it are nice. But again, it's always selective. Some of our nicest photos we'll put of just the girls or whatever to, you know, have again, because that will last. We don't know what the technology will be in another 10, 15 years time. So at least if you've got a hard copy of them, as kids in the photo photo album you can give it to them on an 18th birthday or a wedding day or something whereas like you you think of all the the old phones you may have had with with memories on them photos on them voice recordings all that's maybe the technology is obsolete now just sitting in a box somewhere so at least yeah if you have an actual you know photo album i'm I, this is gonna go oh the police at the police yeah low tech the police well, it looked like the what police did we say? It looked like a guy coming we didn't say in anything there. cancelable yet did we no i don't think it's it's, it's the technology place james cameron has sent james cameron <laughs> we know too much <laughs> you know another weird thing is too and again this is coming from a very limited technology mind everyone's given off about facebook and mark zuckerberg and this is evil and blah blah then he's like Hey, metaverse, and everyone's like, love him again. Like, what? <laughs> he's a master of manipulation, and the like. He's. I don't know if everyone loves him again, though, man. Because like, but uh, all 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 the dodos, you know, all of the 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 lower level people, are like, well, this is very bright and it's cartoonish, and we can, you know, and the people are behind it. Whereas I just, I don't know. I'm not convinced that that's going to be the metaverse that takes off. No, I think it will be something like Decentraland or Sandbox, because they are because they're they are. I don't know about Sandbox, but Decentraland is a. DAO, so it's a decentralized autonomous organization. I have that right, don't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. Okay. Uh, 
<laughs> but basically it's run by the people who own stakes in it and that's the okay. people who own land in decentraland so they okay. bought digital real estate which is a thing and it sounds yes. bonkers but it is a thing um and they they are the people that have a say in how decentraland runs whereas mark zuckerberg's one is going to be meta's metaverse from uh -huh. the top down and i like to credit the collapse of facebook to my leaving facebook about okay. a year ago um, and do you do you, what was your reason for leaving because it's something for for me i can't leave it at the minute because then i will lose my comedy page yeah and that's that's you fair know? see i so, didn't have a big podcast page on there it was yeah. like a couple hundred people i was like it's worth it but the thing that i was like i saw i saw Jen Psaki, and this is going to sound ridiculous, but I saw Jen Psaki, the, the White House press secretary, yeah. give a statement about how they were working in conjunction with Facebook to remove people and tell, to tell Facebook yeah. what should be removed. And I was just like, I'm out. Uh -huh. That was it. I was like, private corporations and the government yeah. should not be colluding to censor people. That's yeah. it. I'm done. You will not get, you will not profit mm -hmm. off my data anymore. So I ditched that. I ditched Instagram and I'm slowly like trying to get all of my conversations on the signal and telegram. Uh -huh. So it's off WhatsApp. But yeah, that was it for me. Yeah. Well, I mean, I would just, I just, uh, more so than anything, I just would love to be off Facebook, really. You know, I just, it, it doesn't do it for me, really. You know, as a, other than being tagged in, silly little things mm. you know that's about it you, just, if you got you can get your producer to do all the posting to your page because you don't have to run it personally yeah but then wouldn't uh, i don't even know if he has it he might be ahead of the game so because <laughs> you need to have an account a personal account linked to if they change that you'd be flying i could just you know have my my company and it's not even i mean like, you could always make like a re just a single person page for it yeah and then give them the permissions and upload through them but then you're never actually using your personal account yeah true because I, I had to go and call a lot of people because just years ago random people would just add you and they'd be like who is this guy like, why is what is this guy got i don't want to see this guy yeah. see you yeah yeah to be fair i made the mistake of um forgetting to get some phone numbers from people before i really? deleted it because that was the only place i was in contact with them so yes. i had, had, had quite a job trying to track some of those people down again <laughs> well, what you should have done is just rang james cameron's office and he would have just gone he would have the go. number he yeah. would have probably had it in his brain yeah i mentioned it there you go yeah well he probably if he's from the future he probably has the neural link yeah it's like i don't know do you, do you know much about the the neural link thing it's i've just heard that it was it elon musk doing that yeah that uh, and again it's uh, again it sounds sci-fi and outlandish but then you, you actually think about what goes on in in terms of like operations and little things where you don't little bits of machinery that can go into the body that are fine so mm -hmm. it's not when you take a step back it's not actually that mad but when you think like what what's it going to be is it going to be like what are people going to have a socket for like memory cards in their head in the future what's it what's the next move yeah yeah like a whole like a whole bunch of like sockets just coming out the sides of their head you know, like maybe then you get like extra memory storage like yeah. in the elbow but then, then what like what happens if like it records what your eyes see and you just happen to be out and you know you just have a wee glance at somebody you're like did you look at her and your wife says to you, i'm like no and they went show, show me show me the show video me <laughs> and you're like oh no oh no <laughs> So, so we'd have yeah. this amazing technology that would allow us to interface with, with like <laughs> all other humans on a, in a, in a way that, that we couldn't even per perceive we have like, because the point is more bandwidth is, yeah. is the, the, the point is that we don't like that the inputs that we can, we can absorb through our senses are really low. 
and that he wants to be able to like uh-huh. expand the bandwidth. That's what that's how he, right, okay. that's how he describes it. So we would take that incredible power that could be used for I don't know solving world hunger yeah. or um, you know getting us you know a peace in our time and solving all the greatest problems of the universe and you're saying that humans would just use it to see if 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 correct husbands were checking to out settle, the girl in the, the arguments. <laughs> yeah that's what they would be be like no you were looking there he'd be like i wasn't and then would it work with sunglasses the old classic sunglasses and the holiday trick you put the sunglasses on your eyes can be anywhere no one knows and he'd be like show me your show me your internal hard drive and you're like oh no they have to. oh it's not it's not it's not worrying yeah no not at all no <laughs> no they like is it going to end up like like tariffs on phones like certain people will be able to have to pay into companies they get extra bandwidth with or will they have to that's be, a good point and will that then separate and what happens if you end up you know, tweaking somebody who may not have the the, the most gray matter upstairs and they end up becoming more you know it, it's it's tampering yeah. with nature too much yeah it gets to that point where it's like who was it? i think it was eric weinstein said we are gods but for the wisdom yeah because we can do a lot of shit, but I mean, I don't think we're smart enough to no. know what we're what we're playing with. No. But then, like, obviously, you think every the, the brain is the most advanced piece of technology in the history of mankind, isn't it? Ooh, so, that's that's a, that's but, a bit philosophically brilliant. But, isn't but it? then, where where are we going? I mean, definitely clip that because I've never said anything like that in the podcast before. Please, we'll get People that on like, Twitter. Yeah, on. but <laughs> with that. You know, it's not inconceivable that you could program a computer to eventually overthrow you. So there we go, James Cameron once again. I'm sure he is on it. He's probably called it. Yeah, and maybe it was like, his brother back in the future. Oh, oh RIP. <laughs> Poor Tony. But um, the, and again, back to my fear, jumping off high, high heights and bridges. <laughs> maybe he's planted that in me. Oh, no. I'm, I'm, I'm paranoid now. Yeah, just like, where does your life really begin? Oh, but then it's like, have you seen the movie, the, the Tom Cruise classic, Minority Report? Mm-hmm. Like, we're not a million miles off that. Like no. you said, you, you study criminal criminal law. My degree mm-hmm. was actually in criminology and criminal justice, so it covered some of those topics. And, and, and with profiling and other advancements, um, crime prevention, it's not inconceivable to think, you know, you take all these attributes, there you go. Yeah, but then again, you see so many times now how often people were maybe on watch lists and then still yeah you know, do yeah yeah not like but just all all the, all of yeah. the major terrorists of the past twenty years were on watch lists. But what who's like, who, who's doing the PR? Who's there? watching? But who's like, doing the PR to say put that out? Let them know they were on a watch list. That's okay, you know. Dude, I, if I were to be like, we didn't know this is right. This guy has just come out of nowhere. No, we were watching them and they still did it. You're like, well. it doesn't make them seem very competent. No, like you can imagine them sitting in in like the cave in Afghanistan, yeah. like laughing about it, being like, oh, they were watching us and yeah. we still managed to do it. Well, Yay! I mean, the greatest, you know, the, when you look back at it, one and if and again, maybe this is just you have to have a laugh at these things. They think how how much it cost the search for Osama bin Laden to find him in his house, you know, <laughs> like they're in the caves in Afghanistan. Nah, Google Osama bin Laden. His house, in, his house in, Pakistan. in his gaff in yeah, Pakistan. Yeah. You know, this, the janitor from Scrubs fucking predicted that. <laughs> and he was just at home? No, 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 he was in <laughs> Pakistan. Yeah. There's like a whole episode about Scrubs and there's like a fight about Iraq and yeah. bin Laden or, and, and they, um, they they eventually like ask the janitor at the end yeah. and he's like yeah i reckon he's probably in pakistan yeah 
and I was I saw it the other day, and I was like, I had to Google it to make yeah. sure it was before. Yeah, we, we and I was just like, holy shit! In his gaff, in his house, you know, would you not just like have a look there? And then even worse, they tried they that with Anne Frank, and they didn't find her. No, but she was very quiet. <laughs> to be fair, um, she got touted on, which, but. Whenever they went to get him, they, they, they tried to be like covert and they crashed the helicopter in the garden. You're like, guys, could they, who's, do, who's doing this? What are you doing? You know, and like, maybe, maybe, maybe Bin Laden was so chilled that he didn't have like secret tunnels to even escape from his own house. So they crashed, they crashed the Chinook in his back garden. He's still like, oh, bollocks, I can't get out. You know, it's wild. I wild. Mean, some people don't even believe that it was Bin Laden. Because they, because they're like, so what? You went in the middle of the night. We could barely see anything. You shot the most, the, the shot the most valuable prisoner in, yeah. in U.S. history on site, and then dumped his body in the sea where no one can uh, ever find it. Well, I mean, there's an argument to say, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, I'm not saying that they that it wasn't Bin Laden, but you know, I, yeah. But the, it's like people, you know, I I did find. I mean, this is a terrible joke, and I don't mean it as a joke, but it was a bit fishy. No one with what happened with him. Um like you look at all the other like the other lads. Then we didn't get to the bottom of it. No, we well no we didn't. I don't, I he don't, ended up at the bottom. He did, yeah. yeah. But I just don't I just I, I just don't know why they were so secretive about that. And I do think, you know, maybe maybe loads of dough was exchanged and Bin Laden now is living in a really sweet cave in Afghanistan, perhaps. Yeah. But some beachfront probably in Cuba, probably. Yeah, well you could probably with it, Trudeau right now. It, I mean, he if he shaved his beard. You know, you would know. You right. Think could be yeah. Guy, you know? I mean, that seems like it's probably against his religion. I mean, it but feels then, like he's probably quite passionate about that. But then I think if they're like, listen, we're going to kill you to death <laughs> or we'll give you all this money and you can shave your beard. Well, I mean, they think the, the, the 42 virgins or whatever are waiting for them. Is it 42? I don't know. Yeah. Some, some, it's some, too many to handle. Well, one's some difficult number. enough. But, but I think, I, I, I just, yeah, it's a bit strange. But even like you look at, you know, other dudes as well, like Gaddafi, you know, they know he got caught because mm. there he is, mm. you know, yeah, uh, well, you know, yeah. and they yeah. find him in the street, didn't they? Yeah, they did. That's pretty grim. Like that's yeah. that, as much as you're like, yeah, he was not a great guy no. by any stretch. But see, even when you see like, you know, the mob rule kill, you're like, that's, that's hard to, to see anyway. Yeah, I'm not sure anyone deserves that fate. No. Well, 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 very few people. There's probably a few people who yeah. deserve it. But then it's it's like um you get yeah we get if you started you know this is like I suppose it's like a much more severe version of what we're discussing about what's appropriate within comedy like what's the best of of two options like you look at Saddam Hussein on paper you go yeah awful dictator tyrant mm. then you're like ISIS. involved there overthrow him there's ISIS and you're like well what do you do yeah you know what do you do you're you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't so yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess the case that a lot of people would make is that we should, probably shouldn't be involving ourselves in the murder and yeah. or overthrow of governments all around the world. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I... Seems but, like... Yeah, but it's like, I remember somebody said to me once that they were like, if so-and-so was involved in... Like, say you're walking down the street and you see a fight on the other side. If you walk, keep walking down and ignore it, you know, people say you're you're a bad person or this or that. But if you go and get involved, you're then making that problem your problem, where mm. otherwise it's not your problem. So it's like, do you want to get like because you don't know why the fight's happening, what the the purpose behind it is. And I don't know if this is a falsehood or if there's any truth in this. You can maybe research it. But I remember seeing something somewhere. It could it sounds like something just out of a film, but 
a guy crashed either a car or a lorry into a lake and someone stopped, pulled him out and then transpired that he was a serial killer. So afterwards, Ooh. you know, would he went on to kill like 15 other people. So then that person's like, if I let that guy die, I'd have had this guilt forever that I, you know, let someone, but then you don't know the full context of yeah. the situation. So yeah, what would you do? You know? That's pretty heavy. I mean, well, they, they, they almost killed Hitler in 1943 or early 44 with Operation Valkyrie, you know, yeah. the, film, the one with Tom yes. Cruise. Yeah, yeah. So then that, that went on to be like the bloodiest year of the war. Yeah. It was like a million and a half dead or something like but you that. you know what? See, no, you definitely don't clip this. But Hitler gets a bad rap. <laughs> <laughs> No. Oh my god! Right, rightly so. Me. Yeah, let's just do it. Rightly okay. so. But his 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 friends weren't great people either. Oh, no. So you know, if you whack him, what's the Goebbels? What's the Goering's going to do? Mm. You know, they're all, you know, yeah, that's awful right. This, this went a different direction so, than I yeah, was thinking. So <laughs> you know, everyone's like, it was all him. But like, I've I've seen Goering. You know, I always I look at him and I'm like, mm. this guy. You know, he he loved it. You could tell by his outfits and all. He he just, you know, he, he could tell he just... And Goebbels was an evil wee man. Yeah, yeah. So then with Hitler's... Himmler as well. Himmler, yep. You know, Mengele, you know, like the... F there's there was no people. shortage of evil no, cunts at the yeah. top of that. No, like, <laughs> the, the, like to think about what they did and think that like there would have been a meeting to be like, I think this is what we should do to exterminate entire races. And people are like, the most effective way... <laughs> It's great. It's great, and people are going back and they're brainstorming. But how do we do this on a mass level? Okay, they're, it's insane. It's insane to think about that that had happened. Yeah, they and, had to have that conversation. But then it's like you know, you look at Boris Johnson, you know, and you go, he's at the top of the chain. Mm. He Boris Johnson is the Hitler of his own party. It's true. But then there's probably Dominic Cummings in the yeah in the, in the Nazi party yeah. too that we don't even know about. Yeah, there's the Dominic Cummings. That's a good point. Who was so, who was who was the, the one mastermind? Really? Yeah. yeah. Because then, well, Boris doesn't just have Dominic Cummings either. He has uh, Linton Crosby as his long-term advisor, um, who was the he's yes yeah, an Australian like election yeah. expert, and he ran like all of the conservative campaigns for like the past ten years or something. So there's a whole bunch of advisors around them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's really interesting. You know, you know the the this is this is like funny, but also a little horrifying. The Nazis were planning to try and take all the Jews to Madagascar. Uh -huh. That was the that was like a legit. The, I think it was called Operation Unthinkable. I think. And they've called that Operation Unthinkable. I think it was Operation Unthinkable. Can you look that, up what it, what it was that, called that, when they sent what, them to Madagascar? Unthinkable. Yeah, and maybe, and maybe what not. What they going to do? They were just. I, I have no idea. They were planning to just ship them to Live Madagascar. There? Yeah, maybe. I mean, like, say that had happened, right? That would that place would be like bouncing. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? Also, Jimmy Carr would be in no trouble. You know, if they just shipped everyone to Madagascar. <laughs> If you grab displaced, yeah, you know, not no 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 one put in the but, gas chamber. But then, what was the pitch there? Was the day in the meeting being like, "Listen, guys, I think what we're doing here, bit much." Yeah, but I think yeah. it, the the it's final solution only came after the Madagascar plan, yeah. is because I like seriously. So, so someone was like, "No, Madagascar will work. We need no, something a bit more." Right, you're joking. But I, <laughs> I, as far as I remember, this is how it went down: is that they wanted to ship them all off to Madagascar. Then there was like a more Jews mm. than they. That more people, not just Jews, yeah. mainly Jews, but they were that they were like imprisoning and and putting into these camps, and then they were they were basically unable to, they weren't successful enough militarily mm -hmm. that they were able to ship them off to Madagascar, yeah. and therefore they had to come up with some other solution, and yeah. that's what they came up with. It's just like oh, we'll just 
That's, that's insane. And yeah. I'm, and what did Madagascar think about it? Whether did they negotiate that with them? Be like, I mean, I, I, I highly doubt that they had phoned the government and they were fine with it. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, <laughs> nah, I'd rather you didn't. You know, Madagascar, to be fair, is, they say they're one of the most diverse islands in the world for wildlife. Really? So, you know, they, they may have welcomed other people. Maybe. So, who knows? Seriously? Yeah. The I Nazis know. can't even yeah. claim that as like an original idea. So, there you go. Was there this, wasn't enough space. Was this what the pitch was then for what eventually ended up being Israel? Were they just looking for spots to be? <laughs> well, the just, well you know, we've tried Madagascar, and that's yeah. not going to work. Nah, I mean, so we'll just give them a spot in somewhere nice and peaceful. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, <laughs> that'll work out well. I mean, maybe that's what they need to do now. But listen, this is how to solve the conflict that we have at the minute. We just need to relocate Israel to Madagascar. What about it? Let's see. Maybe temples and all. Everything. Everything. All to Madagascar. But. Maybe. It is. It is. Uh, it just it's a beggar's belief that doesn't the whole the whole thing. But then it's that's like, not the one. The, wow. Okay, that is pretty bad. Yeah. I was not going to say that's not even like the the only mad thing to happen. No, it's it's like the twentieth century is full. Of, you know, there's a guy who wanted to dam the Med. No, he wanted to put a dam at the Straits of Gibraltar. Okay, and somewhere in the Black Sea, and then at the um, what what do you call it the the Suez Canal, that's uh -huh. it, right there, where, where it goes to Egypt, basically. And he wanted to dam the Mediterranean and drain, like, 100, 100 meters of sea out of there and, like, populate all the, the basin of the Med. And there was a genuine, it was, like, a genuine thing this guy was determined to do. Can you find this? Yeah, here it goes. Oh, wow. Adl yeah, Atlantropa. So they, they wanted to drain... Oh, and is he German, too? Yes, Herman, he is German. Yeah, of course Germany. he's German. Of course. Um, well, engineering, you know. Um, so like this is like look at all the extra land that would have created, especially in between Italy, Venice would have been fucked. Yeah. No, no, no more boats going to Venice. Uh, <laughs> you could just turn the the gondolas into puddle ducks, though. Put the wheels on them and they scoot about. <laughs> would you still have to yeah. like? Would you still have to? Yeah. You just use the, yeah. the big oars <laughs> just to get around for acting. Yeah, it'd just be <laughs> obsolete. But do it anyway. Because you could still you could film it like from the top of it, and yeah. you wouldn't know it was happening. You just don't get the don't get the wheels at the bottom. Yeah, very romantic. Yeah. <laughs> That is wild. I guess uh, you know the only thing that I think is is, is as mad as 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 damning uh, the Mediterranean is building a bridge from Donegadee to, to Scotland. <laughs> you know, there you go. Listen, Donegadee is the perfect spot. It's a beautiful. Don't do it. Like it's absurd. it would just make it easier. Why? Because we want to be part of it. Okay, it's very strange, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, oh, I don't know what the fuck was going on with that. Because, like, have you have you seen the Irish Sea? It's not a pleasant-looking sea, you know? No. I don't even know how you'd build that. Look, yeah, here it is. Yeah. The fucking, you've got the mock-up. Oh, you? wow. That's how it would look at Donnickety. <laughs> and that would be the what whole I love, way across. What I love is, is that sentence. How Donnickety might look with a bridge, bridge to Scotland. Scotland. And you know what the answer is that? Terrible. Terrible. You know, it looks all Like, Donnickety is a really beautiful little picturesque area and they just want to plonk well what would you get out of that other than traffic build up probably just traffic yeah i mean i guess i don't even know like how much they're what they're like 
what their goal is there. Because like, how much traffic do you really think is coming back? Well, I think that the suggestion and the goal potentially from the Democratic Unionist Party's point of view is they believe to be part of the union, you have to physically touch and be uh, connected. Okay. So I think that we are now touching. This means our identity is secured. And then Can I, you just like put a rope across or something? Well, I mean, that could, they could do it. Just a few, bo- a few boys, you know, just across the water. You know, just like make, can, I don't know. <laughs> it's wild. Like, I don't even, I don't want to start talking about local politics. I get myself wound up. That's right. They're all morons. That's that's they're all they're all just as 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 much of as they are morons, they still affect you know our our day to day lives, and it's so frustrating. Mm. You know, like just I get I get I I just think the the don't hold back. I've said worse about them. Trust me. I just think things, (laughs) you know, the 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 problems that aren't even like like be like don't like identity and things like this. Like what in a day to day life does that really matter? You know, worrying about putting the flags up and having areas, we are this, we are that. We say Derry, we say London, Derry, it's the north, it's Northern Ireland. What does that matter when you're going to pull down Stormont and it's going to increase waiting list times in hospitals? People will genuinely die. Mm. And just, and I just think it's baffling. I just think it's baffling why you wouldn't. And then again, it's baffling why people will persist on voting for the same parties that's, that continually do this. Yeah. And it's like I, I think you know, from my perspective, it, you know, you I want what will be best for this part of the world. So at the minute, you know, we we're getting big support from the UK government. We get support from the Republic. You know, we're kind of, but we'll boss that up one way or other. Yeah. Because we just think that the people running the show at the minute are. <laughs> And it will this be liable? I'm getting cancelled anyway for what I'm going to say on right. on the stage anyway. Idiots, you know. They're clearly, and it just worries me. Yeah, I mean, again, like me. I said, I wouldn't worry about what you're saying about them because I have said mm. worse on this podcast. Probably, yeah. like, probably quite expletive yeah. rants about no, how. Just, yeah, there. It just and and again, what is the alternative? Like what? Because again, obviously, the irony. Well, I, we, the AI overlord. Well, I mean, that's what we need. You know, we need AI overlords to take. Or the Chinese overlord, or a combination of the two. I mean, I love Chinese. I would love the Chinese people just come take it over. They do far better. They do better? Yeah, yeah. Of course they would. Now, again, I know that the, the, the China's government's a little bit controversial in its own right, but um, I just think that this is just, it, it's like the children. The logic of our politicians are just, like, for the DUP to be raging about the protocol, which they effectively forced into existence yes you know and what does the protocol do well it gives us benefits yes of of both sounds pretty reasonable you know no because we have to and it's like this is the sea border and you're like but there already is a sea border because we don't have the exact laws that there is you know well if you want you know have the same um abortion rights have the same you know gay rights as the rest of the uk and why do people go and but why you know why can't you see this and you yeah. just go no because this, and they go all right yeah, yeah people are going this these are the people yeah, yeah. yeah people get this. so wrapped up in it the thing yeah. that confuses me Wild. actually about the protocol is that like i don't understand why a lot of the checks can't have to be done like there at the port yeah because like if you're selling something as a business right yeah you have to like be like right okay well here's where we ordered this thing from here's how much we paid here was like the shipping thing here's like the vat like they have to document it all yeah my my like honest like and genuine i don't understand why 
And it's probably just because it's never been done before. Uh-huh. And it was like vaguely talked about, but in really stupid ways by the Conservative Party. <laughs> but like, I just don't understand why like Northern Irish businesses, for example, can't uh-huh. just, they can't just say, well, you know, do it in your paperwork. Like, we trust you. Yeah. You're going to document everything. And if you don't, you'll be fined. You know, for me, yeah. it feels like, uh, like you said, like everyone's just like, argue, like the DUP are obviously, I don't think they're trying to do it out of it because they are trying to help people. I think they're opportunistic. and. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah. that's like I've said it before. And I think that to be leaders of parties, elite level politicians at the high end, now I do think there are some politicians who maybe work on a local community level who, you know, have the correct interests and, and the, you know, they, they try to, they genuinely believe they're doing it but then you get to that level nah crooks yeah a lot of them yeah these, these, of them. Oh, yeah this is a problem i've been having recently so i had brian class um mm-hmm. on my show and he wrote a book called corruptible yeah it was whether people in whether basically whether we end up in with people in power becoming corrupted by the system uh-huh. and by the power they get or whether the people who would be corrupted by it and are already awful people are the ones that end up in power. Uh-huh. And he made me at least think a, a lot more that perhaps most of our politicians are, I'd say there's a reasonable number who are probably just like fucking sociopaths, but that there are quite a few of them that are that genuinely think they're helping. They uh-huh. may be doing fucking awful things yeah. and they may be horrible people, ultimately but they actually think they're helping yeah and that makes me like at least have a little more sympathy for them because then i can look at it and be like you're just an idiot but then (laughs) but then again you know for the general public to be outraged i think we need to be aware that you know these people are not perfect people that we think and they don't hold themselves to a standard no i wish i wish they would take the fucking moral high ground i wish someone would take the moral high ground you know, the Alliance Party used to be really good at it, and they don't. Because you know yeah. what's great about the moral high ground is, like, you can preach and say things, and no one yeah. can come at you for being a hypocrite. Yeah. And all of the politicians in Northern Ireland seem to have totally forgotten but that. Another thing, too, that, that again, that I wasn't especially annoyed about was, like, the whole expenses issue. You go, there is, there is something in place where if you say to a greedy person, you can get way more money if you, you know, fill out this form like that. Mm-hmm. They're going to do it. Yeah. So don't be, I can't believe he took money to have his moat outside his castle. Clean. I mean, oh, come and on, the like, moat is ridiculous. Blair, like, can, you, can you pull that up? The, the moat. It is. <laughs> um, one that was an, uh, a British MP had a moat paid for on his expenses yeah. at this house. Um, I think it was his house, wasn't it? Yeah, his house it had the moat on it. It yeah. might have been his house, it might, or it could have been his, his holiday home. It was one something. One of them. But then it's like, if that is in place, you 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 could do it like wasn't it yeah was it no it was, it was obviously Ian Paisley well, people don't want to give them a pay rise either yeah. I mean not that I think that they don't earn enough money but like they look, people look at the like was it like a seventy seven grand salary and they go oh yeah. wow, they're getting paid too much and you go yeah okay yes okay okay what a what a brilliant name Douglas, Douglas Hogg picking out on these expenses. Oh, you got the moat cleaned. Yeah. Okay. So they didn't build the moat. They only cleaned no, it just for cleaned him. It, yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a euphemism. We got the moat cleaned. You got the moat cleaned out. Yeah. 
But you know what the it's thing a high is, high class prostitute. That but that's coming in to somebody that's like, right? Let me see the expenses, and then they've gone, okay, he needs this. But like, in what world would somebody have a moat at the beginning? Oh, yes. Conservatives, yeah, they got a moat. That's no problem. Yes, go ahead. David Hogg, big C, but oh, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, there you go. But okay, I just think like we 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 need to you know look at our politicians and go these they are not you know the beacon of good that no. people react like they may or may not be yeah no so this is it this is a problem and here we are yeah but the worst are comedians they, they are should, they're the ones that should be in prison yes for joking for joking all for joking yeah um but what about what about if a politician is making bad jokes like prison doesn't feel like Sometimes enough times they'll kill them straight yeah. away just, just straight you know, up absolutely but that feels too easy then it's over you know, bring like back, a slow death. Bring back the public execution. <laughs> the public execution. Yeah, that's all, that's the only the only way to do it. But like, I do think, like, if you ever watch anything, in if the you rolled up comments, a if you rolled up a set of gallows in front of the storm, you'd probably get arrested. Yeah, <laughs> I would definitely. What? But I mean, what would you? What would be the cause of the arrest there? A threatening violence, probably. But you'd be like, no, it's just something I've built. Yeah. Like, it's my own project. That it's, it's a project. Yeah. But yeah. An installation, like, do you remember when Jarvis Cocker stormed the Brits at Michael Jackson? He sent him doing a performance piece. Same as when Michael Stone stormed Stormont. It's a performance piece. You're like, well, you had a gun, Michael, and you have a history of pretty awful violence. You know, it's, it's safe to assume you were going to cause us a bit of trouble. You were trying to break but, in with weapons, yeah. and was it, did he have a bomb as well? I think it was just a gun on this Just occasion. a gun? Okay. Yeah. So you're trying to break in with a gun. Yeah. It's like, Michael... Yeah. Come on, lad. Like, if you weren't trying to break in, maybe yeah. you could have pulled that line. Yeah, but it performance was... piece. No, yeah. you're all right. But you, you just, you just, I don't know. I don't know what you can do with these guys or whether we just have to accept that people are, are, are shit, you know, yeah. and comedians, sh you know, I don't know. Yeah. Well, they know. shouldn't be listened to and they shouldn't be taken seriously. No, but the, that's that was my point. I was going to say there. If you watch uh, in the, the, the Commons or Prime Minister's Question Times, Times, like, like, Prime Minister's Question Times, but uh, they, the, <laughs> The awful banter and the oh, whoa, and the here, here is the boy. And the, the only thing he's social distancing from is the truth. Yeah, that you're like, whoa. Oh. It's like, no. Can they get the, the papers? Terrible, <laughs> terrible, terrible. <laughs> uh, and then you go, these these people, these buffoons are responsible. Oh, gross. That's yeah. gross. Yeah. And then it's like, you look, you know, like the Billington Club and all those boys. Oh, yeah. When you're brought up a certain way, you're going to obviously be entitled. You're going to obviously believe you can do whatever you want. You're going to obviously believe it's what I say, not what I do. Yeah. And then why are people surprised by that? Sorry, I keep touching this wire. Sorry. Why, are people, right. why are people surprised? You just have to go, well, this is what you get. Yeah. Yeah. I th I, it's stunning to me that the Britain expected an, a posh, eaten fuckboy, because that's what Boris Johnson is. Yeah. He is a fuck boy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, what I would love would be for Keir Starmer to pull that on him. He's a fuck like, boy. Just start calling him a fuck boy. Listen, can I just address the right honourable fuck boy for a second? Just this guy. If he just yeah. started. Imagine, imagine he stood up and he goes, you're a fuck boy. Yeah. That would be, wow, that would be the politics. You could claim like parlimentary that. privilege. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I would like to just read on. I couldn't claim um, he'd misled the house because it's 100% yeah. accurate. But doesn't he have, like, he is a, he's a fair amount of children, doesn't he? And they're all something sort of like that. All about the place. Seven children, I think. Yeah, seven children from eight different women. <laughs> Figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> the international fuckboy. Stitched. Fuck boy. stitched. <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing. 
you look at him and go, the guy, he looks like a toddler. Why has he got that haircut? Like, you can't, Oh, that's you planned. Can't, that's, I spoke to someone who, who knows oh. him. That's planned. That's totally like he'll be sitting in the, he, like I, I've heard stories be sitting in the car. <laughs> yeah. Right. And you'll see the press uh-huh. brush up his hair. But why? Up. Just for. It looks like the everyman. Yeah. You I know? Mean, he, he doesn't. No. No, he doesn't. No, no, he doesn't. But no, there you go. I mean, yeah, yeah. We just got to clear them all out. I don't like the. I need to like somehow get this through people's skulls. It's like, look, right? You're scared of voting for someone who's not like an established politician, or you know, you don't want to throw your vote away, or maybe you'll elect some idiot. And it's like, how could they do worse? Like, I I got my 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 folks would be very much you waste your vote you do do not waste your vote you have to i remember when i was living in if everyone thinks like that then we all do waste our vote i remember looking at my ballot and i cannot actually vote for any of these people there's no and you maybe agree with maybe one thing they might have on their paper and then you go but all the other things rather not than i don't know it's it's sad that whenever you go out to vote it's always the best of a bad bunch yeah yeah well i mean that's always I get the feeling that that's probably how it's always been. Mm-hmm. And even as uh, uh, that's as long as the people have been able to vote. And that's only like 70 or 80 years since there was like absolute universal suffrage yeah. in the UK. And and then maybe it's a little longer than that. I don't know when the when women got the vote and when they made it one man, one vote. Exactly. Um, but maybe like, because democracy is like a fucking experiment, really. Like yeah. you look at the 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 the, the long arc of, of human history that we're familiar with, and it's like most of it is dictators and kings. Yeah. You know, uh, you, maybe democracy is just not for us. What's to stop somebody just being right? It's time for the night of long knives, part two, <gasps> and the guys just all like, "Well, if the DUP decide, listen, we're gonna we're gonna be the second party. Now nah, we're going in and all out. We're ousting people. Like, what would we do? A coup? Would they get the, get the army in? What would happen? Closest thing we've had to a fucking coup yeah. is the is, was that fucking thing in January sixth and in America. Yeah, that was the. I don't know if you've seen a real coup. That was not a fucking coup. No. That was a bunch no. of idiots who got let in yeah. and then prosecuted. I feel so bad for those people. Yeah, because like there was some of them who were like breaking windows and climbing in, yeah. right? But there's a lot of footage of the police just opening the fucking but doors. What, what about? But why? Why is Donald Trump being taken off Twitter for that? I mean, the Taliban are still on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. He got taken off Twitter for, I think, inciting it. But, but yeah. I, he, I he was just, I think, trying to have banter by running for president. <laughs> and got it. They were like, Donald, you're president now. And he's like, oh, no, I don't know what to do. <laughs> and then he's like, I'll wing it. I'll wing it. And then it's just his narcissism. The people, they love me. But, like, <laughs> if I was him, if I was his PR guy, I'd be like, listen, Donald, it is what it is. It's done now. Let's do the late night shows. Let's have banter about it. Let's. Yeah, yeah. Joko, tell some we tell some secrets you can tell, yeah. and you know because I mean I think Donald Trump definitely not a president for sure not a president, but <laughs> I mean he is the ability to entertain. Oh, you know God, he yeah. is a character, and if he went out and did set, if he came out and was like, listen, that was a performance piece, and that's I, I and then he spoke with this voice. I didn't. I was I, trolling. I don't actually speak like that. Yeah. <laughs> I put that voice on. It. I don't mean it at all. And it's like, like just yeah. pure like kayfabe yeah. wrestling, like a, just WWE. Yeah. Yeah, like that like, was the character. It's like Sasha Baron Cohen's not Borat. I'm not Trump. You know, it's like, well, what? <laughs> so does he have like a really posh, affected British accent yes. as well? well I I led you to believe I was a buffoon, <laughs> <laughs> and all I had to do was purse my lips and talk a little bit like this, and you fell for it. And it's like, but then you won the election. He's like, yeah, I didn't, didn't think that was going to happen. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, mean, I don't think anyone thought it was going to happen. Apparently, it was terrified on election night. More interestingly, yeah. you'll, you'll, you'll like this. Apparently, when he did that press conference, the first one he did, you know, when he came out and he came down on the fucking yeah. elevator, like, like <laughs> yeah. as if he'd watched the fucking Simpsons scene. Yes. And he comes down the elevator and he stands up there and he's like, Mexico. They're not sending their best people. Yeah. They're, they're, dr they're drug addicts and rapists and whatever the fuck he said, right? Yeah, and his PR guys just... No. No. Do you know why that was booked? Uh -huh. It was apparently because he wanted more money from NBC to do The Apprentice. Uh -huh. And they told him to fuck off. And he said, well, I'll show you how unpopular I am. <laughs> Seriously, this I mean, is, I this would, is how I the story goes. Well believe that, yeah. <laughs> and he went, well, I'll show you how popular I am. I'll look, I'll call this press conference and pretend to run for president. Uh -huh. And then it just spiraled from there. Like CNN, yeah. I, I, CNN are the, are the people that are responsible more than like, if you're gonna, gonna give anyone like credit for that, they started airing his fucking speeches in their entirety. Yeah. They didn't do that for anyone else. They started, he trolled them. He came yeah. out two hours late at events because he knew they would show an empty Trump podium. Yeah. Like they, he trolled the fuck out of them and yeah. they give him like a, I think it was like a billion dollars in free airtime. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. It's, it's so funny if it wasn't, if it didn't have the consequences it did, but yeah. oh, it's unbelievable. The um, worst consequence is what we have now. Uh -huh. It's Joe Biden. Yeah. Because so people hated Donald Trump so much, uh -huh. right, that they would vote for a corpse. Yeah. But then I think wasn't the idea there that he would only just be be the, the figurehead for a minute and then he would be disposed yeah. of. Well, which is even even worse if I if I if I if if I'm honest, because like they have Kamala Harris as the the VP. Well what I like about her, she just does put people in prison. So uh, she does, she does she respect she, that yeah. is a fair point. Yeah. Maybe that's what we need. Yeah. We just she'll just come in and be like jail for Trump. She's a cop. What she, she what she should see if she went in and did a Trump impression whilst calling for him to be arrest him. That would be the greatest bit of <laughs> political satire then we know it's all just performance art yeah. but then at least we could maybe yeah. enjoy it a bit more yeah but i mean at least there there's there's the pomp and pot here it's just sad yeah here it's just oh, is it just the accent though does that make it seem worse yeah because that sometimes definitely. when i'm watching them on tv and i'm i'm just like is it like what is making you sound so dumb like yeah. what is making you because like because i don't think these people i don't think that they're dumb right mm -hmm. They're, they're maybe not like the sharpest tools in the box, but like yeah. they, they, a few of them are like, have to be like, they're pretty well educated. And I think that they're not, they're not idiots at all. But when like, you see some of their rap sheets, you go, all oh, right, like, like Jim Wells, he is a, a very educated man, very intelligent man. But then again, I look and at then him. Then you see him on fucking Nolan and you're like, you're an idiot. But then I think though, <laughs> he, a bit of me thinks he does, you know, he, he performs a bit and knows what he's doing. And he has a bit of a wind up merch at the thing. And like with, with Nolan, everyone gets so annoyed about it. But then I just say, he's doing what he is supposed to do. He's getting everyone talking. He's riling people up. Do you think he thinks? No. He's getting all these numbers because people want to either. It's like you were saying about wrestling there. They say the bit, all you can either want, you just want hate from an audience, whether you're a, a villain or a good guy, as long as they react. And that's what, what Nolan's about, just getting a reaction. And people bite every time. Yeah. every time good or bad yeah they really do and like i mean he's the the best paid journalist in northern ireland yeah and the most watched show yeah it's and do you know what this is actually this is the exact same thing as joe rogan yeah people don't like stephen nolan they uh -huh. want him off the thing it's just like no one is coming up with a better and more popular thing than him yeah and what i would love would be 
if Stephen Nolan got one hundred million pounds to bring the Nolan show to Spotify, that would be that would be great because then he'd be off our fucking radio. <laughs> <laughs> but he was, but he would find a way back because everyone's like, "Oh, Nolan's this, Nolan's that. He's a lazy big whatever." And you're like, "But he's one of the hardest working guys you'll see. He just flat out works. That's what he just what he." So you would be like, "I'll still do my show, but then I'll also do." You know the five live show, and I'll hop on Spotify to even find a way. Yeah. You know, say like you might not uh, like the guy, but yeah. I mean, he, he's pulled some fucking stupid stunts in this time. Yeah, I remember when I was in uni, <laughs> he was chasing students around the whole. He was like, we got warned on the rag pub crawl. Yeah, that I was in charge of for some fucking reason, um, <laughs> or leading that. And I was like leading one of the because they split you up into a whole bunch of like different groups. Yeah. And so then you have to go in a different route. So I was in charge of one of the groups uh-huh. and we were like getting texts and getting told that we shouldn't like, don't go near the Holy Lands. And if you see Stephen Nolan, get everyone out and away from wherever he is immediately. Cause he was yeah. going around trying to film students on the rag pub crawl, the biggest yeah. pub crawl of the year in Freshers Week. He was trying to get footage of students just, you know, being fucking yeah. drunk and fall about lights, mm-hmm. which is like exactly what students do. Yeah. Exactly what you'd expect on the biggest pub crawl of the Freshers Week. But again, that's what he wants, and and he and and he, and he, and he, and he gets what he wants. And he gets what he wants. But like, I love the way he's almost like a specter there. He's he is somewhere in the night. You the just night. need to watch out because you'll be about here in the mist, like Bagger like, Lambs. Yeah, he will look for you, and he will find you. And that's like Stephen Nolan with his mic. But oh, he's, someone needs to make that like the it the yeah. it thing in, yeah. the, in the in the in the drain. Just yeah. Stephen Nolan with a mic. We all float down here. There you go. Uh, because he that is it gutter journalism yeah <laughs> but that's but, the, but that again that's what gets and unfortunately now like we see it with, with comedy it's ne- ne- less so now about whether something you do is funny it's more about will it get hits will people get eyes on it will it get likes yeah. like what is that currency you can write you can like steal people's jokes you can reach you can, you can do whatever you want but if it gets eyes on it that's what seems to matter oh so and so's got x amount of followers so and so and then that doesn't make them good at what to do and Stephen Nolan gets all the ears. Gonna get like, how annoyed have you to be to phone that show? Fucking Stephen, you know, you have to be like, why? It's like, it's like writing a comment on YouTube. Just don't. Yeah. You know, just, just if you don't like something, go. I don't like that. Why make somebody else sad mm. because you don't like it? Yeah, I mean, I can't. I couldn't count the number of times I type an angry response on Twitter and then yeah. just go, no, not worth it. Yeah, because I had something <laughs> happen to me. I saw a negative comment and it wasn't actually mm. one of mine. But it was on another comedian's page, and I just thought, "You're one arsehole this guy is." And then I'd, and the name rang a bell because I'd seen him write something negative on, on my stuff before. And then I went and looked at his profile picture. And went, "You're just a really sad man. Like I should, like you're to be pitied. God love you, you know." Yeah. Rather than, "Oh no, because this." And then you look and go, "This guy's not." this guy knows nothing about comedy what his his opinion does not matter you'll get in your box you know enjoy your man united games enjoy your doritos and keep out of my life you know and i think if you actually go and look at trolls you'll you'll feel sorry for them more than yeah not it's quite that's probably quite true maybe maybe do that maybe don't arrest people for making jokes maybe arrest trolls what about that or like find out who they are and shame them you know, something like that instead. Oh, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not yeah, a big fan yeah. of the doxing because I like people. I like. Oh, I have a serious conflict about what I feel about it because mm-hmm. I both believe in the freedom of the internet and freedom of speech yep. and and people's right to anonymity because I believe anonymity is good in a lot of settings because 
um, for example, it allows people to discuss things that they couldn't if they put who they were on the title. Yeah. Like say that there's scientists working on something that's considered highly controversial. But then they could find out though anyway. Can't well, they can find yeah. out anyway, but at least gives people like some sort of anonymity. Yeah. But at the same time, they're like, oh God, should people be just allowed on the internet to just say whatever? Because like, maybe that is like not great. But then, you know, it, it's such a difficult thing because, yeah. because it's such a new technology as well. Like one guy I was speaking to, um, what was his name? Paolo, Paolo Gerbado, who's a, he's a professor at King's College London, I think. Anyway, we were talking about, uh, he's, he was basically saying, look, there is never a time in the history of humanity in which we have been able to have access to everybody's constant thoughts all the time, all their opinions, everything they think, every whimsical little thing that enters their mind can end up online. And we have to wade through yeah. the madness of humans in order. And that's what Twitter is. Yeah. It's the craziest, stupidest thoughts that you have just wired directly to the internet. Right. And then, like he thinks that we're not capable of handling it. Yeah. Well, I just think anyone who trolls me should be arrested in prison. That's another. That's right. So when we when yeah. we when we expand McGarry, we, no, we're going to rebuild. We're going to rebuild it. Maze the maze, maze, yeah, maze cubed. cubed, maze cubed. Yeah, that's what we're going okay, to do. Right, and then yeah, like, we're going to make it a three dimensional <laughs> next next generation super prison. That's going to have a. Fl- it's going to be like you know one of the, like whenever they, they had the two thousand two World Cup in Korea and Japan, they, they like built a load of um, removable pitches. Yes, that you could just come out of the stadium. We're going to have it be. I know I know where McGarry situated. It's going to be a big ask, but it's a removable um, prison that can go onto the ocean and it can float right. on a gas car. Like 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 <laughs> um, escape plan. Yeah. Have you ever seen that yes. film? That's very strange. Yeah. <laughs> but they're gonna they're gonna it's gonna be a super prison and it's gonna go to Madagascar. Yes. It's gonna send all the trolls. Yes. All the trolls send the trolls yeah. to Madagascar. Yeah, there you go. That's what I'm gonna title this this episode. Send the trolls. Send the trolls to Madagascar. Madagascar. <laughs> yeah. There we go. That's problem solved with the, the with the ruling ruling parties of the country as well. Yes, of course. Send them into both sides, not, politicians not, and trolls. Not just DUP, you know, both sides. Send yeah, them. I mean, to be honest, there's probably quite a big crossover there. Like, what would you do if you find out all the trolls on the internet were all just the politicians? I would. <laughs> I my mind would not be. It would be blown. But then, when I think about it, wouldn't. No, and I'd no. just be like, get in, get, get in the maze cubed. Get in the maze cube. Get yourself the Madagascar friend. <laughs> Oh. But then would they rise? It's like you know when they say the uh, the evolution of of from an amoeba to a person would would they be able to rise up on Madaga- in Madagascar and overthrow the Madagascan government? Maybe take over. Maybe and, like would you have the likes of like would Jim Wells? Maybe, would be maybe so. Maybe the would one become guy a in Madagascar. Could be <laughs> all the trolls forced to be together. Maybe they'd like. Maybe it'd be like a couple of weeks in. Like it'd be it'd be like that Simpsons episode where they leave the bullies in the. In the like locked in the storeroom, uh-huh. and then they like the the last scene before then when they realize and it cuts to them and the bullies are like you know I guess that's why I lash out at people man they like yeah. they, they've all like like got over their bullying yeah. and like giving each other therapy maybe that's what would happen I mean maybe I, we just need to lock them in storming well no saying you'd have somebody dressed like a buffalo would find their way through you know like that was the thing remember they they, they rammed it or they they rammed the city hall you're all no surrender that was our equivalent of the 6th of january these guys ah! it would just be people like that it was it was just as stupid yeah. and embarrassing yeah. ridiculous <laughs> but i've just i've got it have you do you have you ever seen or heard of the television show naked and afraid 
I think so. I mean, it's, it sounds like my love life, but um, <laughs> it's basically where they take people and they strip them naked and they drop them in like random islands so they have to survive. So what? they have to like, you know, make 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 fire and but shelter. But they drop them totally naked? Yeah. With I, anything? But no. Nothing. I, I think, I think, now, uh, could you could you check naked and afraid as a show? Out, but I think you may be allowed one thing so maybe One it's thing. like a fire starter right. or like a, a shelter or a bucket i would take probably a, a machete a machete yeah a machete. i just kill the is person that the correct pronunciation I, th- I think probably i don't know I, i'm not fluent <laughs> in any language so, you know machete and naked and afraid naked and afraid what's it saying for us tremendous oh the site is not available in your country of course not <laughs> Well, yeah, it says at the top there. Scroll back up, say. Each survivalist allows to bring one helpful item, such as a machete. Ah, there you go. Or a machete. Or a fire starter after they meet at the sign. But, like, the partners must also... They get dropped a whole bunch of them. Yeah. But still all naked. Yes. Why do they have to be naked? Why can't they just have some clothes? Because people... then the title wouldn't work. Somewhat clothed and afraid. (laughs) Scandally clad and scared. Yeah. (laughs) This sounds more like you're advertising some porno channel. Yeah, I mean, it does sound like that. But what I think you should do, like, this is, could you go back in there a second and see the, see the yeah. locations? So this is like, if you're down to where, or some, so you can't be, please tell me, Madagascar is there. Brilliant. <laughs> so Perfect. You, so, so they've like, already tried it. They've got proof of concept. So, I mean, you would like to, like, I've been to, I've been in Namibia and I've been to South Africa. They're cozy countries. Like, I wouldn't mind being naked there. Now, would I like to be naked? In the United Kingdom, a bit burnt, man. not so much. But then you cover yourself in mud, don't you? And is you that how you? Is that what they do? They yeah, cover themselves in mud. in mud. Protect yourself. What I what I would think my suggestion is is you take politicians from opposing parties. Yes. Naked Force and them to do them. naked and afraid. Yes. I mean, I think we I all want. No, actually, I'm not sure that we want to see Jim Wells and Michelle O'Neill naked building a, a hut together. I mean, I could look past the horror that that would do <laughs> and, you know, quite enjoy it. You know, I think it would be a lot of fun. And Michelle Gilder you and Edwin Poots, like, it gives me, me a lot of fun. I mean, there's something, that, oh, the casting call, um, Survive the 21 Day Challenge, oh, okay. Naked After Dark, Naked. that sounds like a porno. Following the success of the live talk show Shark After Dark, Naked After Dark, with a new episode host, Josh Wolf talked to the cast. Oh, okay. It's just like it's like the apprentice, like right, okay. it's like the add-on one, whatever you call it. What's what was the apprentice one after it finished? Like the apprentice. I, can't, I don't even remember. That's one of those ones. That's going you're fired. Work. That's it. Yes, the apprentice. You're, you're fired. fired. Yeah. But yeah, I think that would be that would be a way to, again to to leave prejudice at the door with your clothes and just survive together. There you go, naked and afraid. With, naked and with afraid. The celebrity special. I think I feel like that. Like how how long have we been going now? Well, that feels like a nice place there to leave go. things. So there we are. Naked and afraid. Naked and afraid in Madagascar. In Madagascar. <laughs> Thanks a lot, man. It's oh, been it's been yeah, a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun. Bye, everyone. Sweet. Thanks for making it all the way to the end of the podcast. If you want to leave us a comment, that would be awesome. Please like, share, subscribe. And if you're listening on Apple, please leave us a review. Until next time, thanks for listening.